On today's 30-minute music marketing, why the key to a successful music career is attention. I hope we've got your attention. Cue the title sequence. 30-minute music marketing for musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hello, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Thanks very much for listening to us on a podcast, watching us on a Facebook or a YouTube, whatever you do that. We appreciate your custom. Thank you very much for giving us your attention, and dare I say, Greg, that's what this particular show this week is all about. That elusive thing known as attention. The medium of attention. We're trying to look through the prism and the lens of attention and how that one thing affects all aspects of your music marketing. Because if you are a DIY musician, Greg, and you're yep. sat there and you could have the best music in the world. Mm -hmm. But if me as a listener is over here and you can't attract my attention, yep. if you can't get my attention, there will be no way for me to discover you and to listen to that music. I won't have that particular opportunity. So attention is the key thing. The one thing that technically comes before everything else if you're trying to either A, grow your audience, or B, continually reconnecting with your existing audience, yeah. because we all know how difficult it is for, uh, I'm sure you've had instances whereby that you're a fan of a particular artist and you've no idea that they've released a new album, or you had no idea that they've, uh, they were in the locale for a, uh, a show, or there's nothing more annoying than go, oh, I, I didn't realise she was in town. The thing is with stuff like that, yeah, I follow artists on Spotify and um, sometimes they're releasing... I thought the whole point of following an artist on Spotify was to be told and in the loop when something new comes along. And there's quite a few times where they've released a new album and Spotify hasn't told me. Oh, have you not... Um, do you... Uh... Do you not follow all your all, all your favourites? Yeah, that's what I thought I was yeah. doing. So even when I thought I was following and being clued up, uh, it passes me by. It's because you're on one of those probably free accounts. That's what it is. <laughs> I was anyway, wondering when that was coming. So um, sorry, I'm always having free pre you know, premium users all the way. So and what I'm going to do now, is now may I add, you were like, oh, I used to be a free user when I was paying. We've just fl flipped roles. Yes. Or wallets. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give a couple of examples um, with regards to getting people's attention, how it works, how it might benefit you, and hopefully by the end of that we can start maybe to change your mindset in terms of how you market things and how you maybe approach future projects. So YouTube, for example. Say uh, you've got a, a music video or some sort of live performance video on YouTube. In terms of getting people's attention, it may well be that depending on how you've uh, tagged the video or the details that you've entered into the YouTube description, it may well be that if somebody's searching for something or if your video is somehow maybe associated with something that some, mm. somebody's already watching, your video might well come up in the search results yeah. or on the right-hand column. Now, it may well be that people are maybe only likely to click on your video based upon the attention that they will uh, attract to it, depending on your thumbnail. Yeah. So thumbnails are important. Having bold 
striking thumbnails that uh, att visually attract the eye is quite important and you know thumb a better thumbnail will increase your click through rate similarly is that are we kind of edging down the line of clickbait not necessarily <clears throat> clickbait but it is proven that the better the thumbnail or the more attractive the thumbnail the uh, and, and you can change if you if you're doing specific adverts on on different sort of platforms you can have the same video and change the thumbnail and do a to b testing and see which one works if you if you want to go so, into a, <clears throat> you know, into things on a granular level you can do stuff like that so are you suggesting possibly that for our thumbnail we should change us for a couple of pretty girls that and that might now what might happen then is our watch time would be significantly decreased when the user might uh, realise that they're not watching a, uh, a a music marketing podcast with two hot young ladies. So, and YouTube, in terms of its SEO optimization, watch time is the thing. Okay. But, but yeah, um, attracting attention via the means of, of a, a good thumbnail. Similarly, uh, there's been research shown that if you change your thumbnails on your uh, YouTube videos on a you know semi-regular basis that actually does help to increase increase your click-through rate. If you okay. you've got Netflix, haven't you? Yes. Have you noticed that the um, thumbnails? I, I pay for that one. Have you noticed the thumbnails change over you know over a period of time every couple of days that the thumbnails to uh, the yeah, programs? Yeah, yes. That's yes. it. That that's to you know that's to keep it sort of fresh and to keep you sort of stimulated. Well, I suppose yeah. That actually yes, I have. I, I, Sometimes it's kind of a bit annoying because you think it's a new Brit episode. Yes. And then you're like, oh, it's still definitely, the same definitely. one. The Good Place is definitely guilty of that. Yes. Uh, so, yes, but, yeah, that kind of gets it because it, it, it's... Um it gives you a chance to see other stuff. Well, it refreshes, it kind of grabs your attention. It, it, yes. You don't, that, it doesn't become stale. That's the thing. If you see the same thing again and again and again, eventually your your brain does does block it out. It, it filters it out. It, it, it's a, that external stimulus. It just says, right, I, I no longer see that because I should be concentrating yeah. on other things. Right. Uh, also on YouTube, if you've got a limited amount of subscribers and you want more people to see your stuff and to subscribe to your channel, it may well be that you might need to actually pay to run ads and put your stuff in you know physically in front of other people either in their search results as we've sometimes done with our yes. with our YouTube episodes or you can run pre-roll ads and again that's just to get the attention and pay to get in front of the eyeballs of uh, of new people so you know that's that sort of you know does the paid stuff you know when you kind of go on YouTube on your phone or uh, on your Mac or whatever mm -hmm. You know the suggested stuff. Is yeah. that paid, or is that reflective of your watching habits? Um, I th there will I th the the stuff generally on on the right hand side is what the algorithm thinks is beneficial into into uh, to you in terms of your search history and the information that it's gained right. fr from that. But as as we know, um, when we've done some uh, paid ads for. Um, our particular show on YouTube, you can pay to be like the top, in in the same way that you know on uh, if you run a Google ad, you can pay to be like top of the search SEO, listings. Yeah. You can you can do the same sort of thing on the right. Have we actually done that yet? Yes, we have. We need to do that again because I we think do. there's still some credit left. Oh, blimey! There we go. Mm. Splashing out the money in January. So uh, that's a bit on uh, YouTube. How we can get attention on YouTube? What about Facebook? 
That little... That little thing that everybody says, oh, Facebook's no good anymore, no one's on Facebook, and, and what have you. Now, we know that if you post a video, or indeed anything on Facebook, organic reach can be low, so you have to Especially pay... if people are posting YouTube links on yes, Facebook. Yes, 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 we, we wouldn't necessarily do that. But, you know, it's common mm. business practice. Remember, people, if you want people to buy your music, if you want people to pay you to put on a live performance, you're a business... So it's good business practice to pay in order to get the organic reach of either new or existing people. So don't necessarily be afraid about running an ad. We've uh, we've covered episodes about that. Yeah. Um, if you're posting videos, again, <coughs> thumbnail is important. And also because uh, with Facebook, uh, video autoplays are what we refer to as a pattern Interrupt. Well, okay. So something that, that is visually stimulating and will grab your attention right at the very, very start of your video. And indeed, the, you know, the, the more compelling your, your video so, is all the way through, your, as we've discussed Christmas previously. Is your single video using some of those ideas? Uh, it, I'll be perfectly honest, it isn't. But then again, I didn't, I I didn't, I didn't produce the video. The, the There's a lot going on in a very, very short yeah, period yeah, of time. Yeah, there is. But it, it doesn't have a pattern interrupt. But then again, that's because but, I didn't do it. But... but your other one did, didn't it? When you say pattern, is you are you do you pa mean literally? Pattern interrupt basically means the first three seconds make something crazy bonkers happen. Yeah, you did do that with. You can't see this on the podcast, but I'm, I'm visually waving my arms around. Can I put a link to a video, one of your videos? Can or is do. that or is that no. us blowing your own trumpet? No, that no, sounds no. weird. Well, you, you can do if you want. Okay. So yeah, so pattern interrupt. In. We've got to say, I hope you've hit that subscribe button. Ooh. I, have you have you just uh, put up that little uh, yeah, clickable Ujimadu uh, there? Right, media coverage. Yes. Uh, if you want the press to cover your story and in order to get their attention, then you have to have some form of interesting Backstory. story. Something rather than just like, yeah, 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 here, here we are, um, here's four people in a band and we've released a single, I hope you like it. That's not going to get their attention. There has to, you have to craft the story as to, you know, how the album was created, why the single is created, why you, as musicians, if you are an ensemble, why you are worth talking about, how can you get their attention in terms of crafting a story as to... As to how you've, you know, how you uh, came to be formed, yeah. why your music is so important. Again, the the, the media sells itself on on telling stories because we again we've done episodes on stories before. And one particular example about this, even if necessarily you're not necessarily a, a new act, you're an existing act. Um, ha, Coldplay have been in the news fairly recently because they're no longer touring. Did you see this, Greg? I, I hadn't, I was going to say no, but I've just seen the notes, which does help me, about their thing to do with uh, climate change. Yes. Or global warming. Is, so, is... yes. So, until they can be carbon neutral when they're touring, they're no longer going to tour. And they made this announcement, strangely enough, at the same time as their, their latest album was released. What are the chances? What are the chances of that? So, massive, uh, massive worldwide media coverage. On a story again, that so so Coldplay themselves just how releasing did, an how album. Did, how did they announce this? Um, well, you know, all I know is that all even did the, they announce it via the internet? Well, yes, well, everybody Isn't announces Google everything by the internet. Pretty much one of the biggest users of power 
in the entire world. I'm sure they've got um, solar panels in Nevada. That, that would they, be they, they literally they, they have they are one of the biggest energy users. Well, that's, so that's well, ironic. Well, that, that's, that's like saying. saying, oh, you know, you you can't turn a light on in your house. But anyway, you're moving too far away from the point Sorry. of the original piece, Greg. Okay. So they have a tendency. To so them just releasing an album, it's like can't play album. That that's not news in and of itself. However, they were able to attract the attention of the world media by wrapping their album release within a little sort of news nugget which has got the attention of uh, of the world's media and they ran loads and loads of pieces on it i mean i get that but mm -hmm. aren't they possibly going to shoot themselves in the foot because what happens if they do tour again i mean unless literally unless they're going to turn up on bicycles how on they earth might they might have electric vehicles by then and go in go via boats like uh, greta Okay. Okay. So that that's media coverage. That's one way of getting attention how, with wrapping a story around your release. How how honest have you got to be? Uh, as long as people can't find out what you may or may not do. So can you can you can you create a story that's loosely based on facts? As as because let's be honest, a lot of these people, if they were to tr tell their true story. It wouldn't be that exciting. It's a bit like when you watch those films and they say, based on a true story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. As long, as long as you think nobody might be able to find out the validity or otherwise of your story and as long as you're happy with any potential comeback. Because I do think a lot of people are afraid to be creative with their story, which yeah. just seems odd when they're, they're quite happy to be creative as with As we mentioned before... All the, all the elements of uh, you know, your marketing, they're like faders on a desk. Sometimes you have to turn the faders up, perhaps maybe up louder than they should be, and some of them you turn down. Mailing lists is my next one. We've, we did talk about this, and they're very useful. They are very useful. However, uh, it is easy for, in this day and age, when we are inundated uh, with uh, communications and communiques, it's very, uh, very easy not, and, and again, when you're sending out something on a mailing list, you could end up in in Google on that third tab along. You're not even in the main mm. column. Mm. So, um, and it's very, very easy for somebody not even, you know, to, just to receive an email, never even open it. So a good subject line is a good way of attracting people's attention and making them click. And, you know, open rates, you, you can chart open rates uh, just by saying, oh, um, for example, you know, here's December's uh, newsletter. That's not a particularly good subject line, but no. you know you you can you can work on the various articles. Maybe we'll do a particular episode on uh, various aspects really of email put marketing. As good subject line of don't open this email. Yeah, because it's one of those it's one of those clickbaity things. Here. Yeah, I I did some research this morning, and apparently one of the best subject lines to get people to open your email is say, whatever you do, don't open this email, because. People go, oh, why shouldn't I open the email? And the best open rate I ever had for um, for my uh, my particular emails, which was like 60-odd percent, was guess which member of the band is leaving? And it, it was it was just one of the uh, one of the characters within our band that we were retiring. It was Pirate Bernard. That, that'll, that'll mean nothing to the audience. I was thinking, yeah. who's left the band? But again, that's, you know, in terms of in terms of uh, compelling subject lines. 
Yeah, you've got to, you've got to spice it up a little, haven't you? You have, you have. So that's one way of attracting your, the attention of people on your mailing list. So in summary, the phrase that is often used in the marketing that pays. is often used in marketing circles is that we're at peak attention. People have got that much going on in their lives. The, the social Especially media, today. TV. Oh, don't talk to yeah about today. Today's very packed. TV, social media, pretty much. Every, I mean, there are times when I've been known to brush my teeth before going to bed at night whilst reading my Twitter feed, trying to cram. It's possible to cram Is so Twitter much. Twitter that important in your life? It's, it's it, again, it fills a gap, <laughs> doesn't it? I, I'm, but, I don't get the Twitter, but but yeah, I understand. But yeah, the, the, there's, there's so much going on. There's a possibility to entertain and educate yourselves pretty much from the moment that you wake. I mean, some people, and again, some people listening or watching to this, they will go, oh yeah. It's like most people have their phone on their bedside cabinet. I think it all went wrong when they introduced an alarm clock on a phone because then you would put it by the side but, of your bed. And from the moment that they get up, yep. they're bombarded with with information stuff. So, you know, so, so scientists and, you know, marketers have, have said we've reached peak attention. There's, there's, all, you know, there's almost, there's not any more part of the day when people can squeeze in extra stuff. So it's hard for people such as ourselves, DIY musicians, independent artists, to get our message to our audience simply because they're bombarded with so much other stuff. It is sort of generally confusing. So we have to try and double down and identify the, the most effective ways to get people's attention. So what I'm doing to saying to to you the audience out there and this is our our last episode of the year before is it? We, before yeah I always get told lastminute.com I've not I've, I've not done any um, any Christmas shopping yet Greg I've done all mine I I know exactly what I'm getting Well good for you it's good good to know somebody's organized <laughs> but as we move into 2020 it's time for you to think, right, how can you, as an independent artist, how can you stand out more? How can you be better at getting people's attention? How can you get maximum exposure from whatever you do? Do you need to spend more money in terms of advertising in order to reach more people? Do you need to be, I don't know how to, the best to put this, might you have to be maybe more provocative? in what you're doing? Do you have Daring. to dress in a more bold way? Um, imagine the scenario, Greg. You've got four bands or four acts on the bill yep. and three of the acts turn up and they play in the clothes that they've arrived in. Oh, don't, don't even get me. That's and one of my biggest bugbears when you just kind of go, you're just really not bothered, are you? Yeah, not making the effort. I, and, and there's one group, one act or one performer and maybe say it's a it's a it's a group of four people, and they're all wearing pink neon day glow jumpsuits. That's who, possibly going to stick in your mind. Isn't who it? is going to attract your attention on that bill if you've never seen any of the acts before? Who is the act that's that is going to be remembered the morning after? You know, again, that, that's only sort of one example, and I'm not saying you should all go out there and you know. There'll be like a massive increase of. Pink day glow jumpsuits being like. ordered on eBay. So yes, thanks to us, it's uh, sales for pink jumpsuits on eBay are rocketing up. 
yes, as we speak. I, I think five have been but purchased. If, you know, but for it, whatever you do in terms of your next music release, as, you, as your marketing stretches forward, as we, uh, as we approach a brand new year, it's like attention is key because we all know if, if you haven't got anybody's attention no one's going to be paying attention or listening or watching to whatever you're creating and, and it, it's not actually reaching and finding the, that audience you will end up becoming your own biggest fan yes so try and think of all the individual ways where in all aspects of your music marketing your uh, your socials your youtubes your, your mailing list, your visual brand, your visual identity. How can you improve? Again, incrementally, it doesn't need to be everything all at once. How can you maximise the um, the level of exposure? Do you do you need to intensify things? Do you need to, uh, like I say, be more bold, be more provocative in terms of you know in terms of your videos? Do you need them to be more visually sort of stimulating? Can I ask a question? You can. You can. Right. Some might say that it's very, very easy for you to be able to come up with a suggestion or craft a story, be provocative, be outrageous when, you know, people might say the style of music that you do kind of suits that kind of um, setting. Uh, you know, how, where can, how can that be applied to someone who's a dead serious artist? Well, it's... Who think, seem to think, as a lot of them do, yep. that their music is enough to get the attention well, that I'm, they want. I'm sure you could, whatever your musical genre, you could work with a videographer and say, right, we've got in the first three seconds, how can we make this video completely amazeballs, outstanding, uh, so that if somebody's scrolling through their newsfeed, if they come across it, they can. They, they ultimately they they have to stop. They are compelled to watch because they can't quite believe what is going on in front of them. In terms of crafting a story, perhaps. I mean, what I would suggest is before you even start recording your next lot of material, think about the potential story before you write the music. Because if, if you are just writing music for writing music's sake, if there's, if there's almost no purpose for what you're sort of crafting, it may well be that, you know what, it might be hard to try and find an audience for mm. this. And I'm not necessarily saying that your, that your marketing should, should influence you, your creativity, but you need to bear some of this in mind because if you're going, right, well, I'm just going to write a nice song or a... Um, a very thoughtful, um, emotional sort of piece. If you are, you know, you're going to be pitching that to somebody at some point, even if it's a case of running an ad uh, on Facebook and trying to get somebody to watch it. And, and it's like you have to almost think of, I hate to call them this, they are listeners, but you have to think of the end user. It's mm. like, how are they going to perceive this? What, you know, what are they going to be doing? And in terms of, you know, if you're trying to get press on something you can't just literally send off a press release going here we go i wrote this it's a nice song hope you like it because there's so many other things out there that are on the desk or in the inbox of whoever you're sending it to and that's your competition so you have to you have to think smart it's how can you get the attention 
of somebody in and again in terms of a subject line how about you know, when you're when you're sending stuff off to try and get reviewed how can how can your mm. subject line stand out amongst everything else and you as a DIY musician you've you know you've got a you've got to use every trick in the book can i quickly highlight what i saw today of one of our viewers Carry on. who decided um a way of being able to promote their music. Yes, yes. For viewers and listeners outside of the United Kingdom, uh, today is uh, General Election Day. Election? I did say election. Election, yes, no right, right. And um, he decided, or she, um, decided to deface their ballot paper and then put, please turn over and then decided to put their Facebook and YouTube oh, and stuff very on the back good. of their ballot paper. But does that mean that they couldn't actually exercise their right to vote? I think they did exercise their right to vote by defacing their paper. So that is a vote in itself. But I don't know how many people are going to actually read that but he certainly, or she, that, has had something to talk about. That would attract, uh, uh, to be honest, if I saw that on the, on the social, that would attract my attention. So, um, yes, so if if they don't mind me, I'll say who it is the next time, but for the moment, I'll just leave it. No, I like that. That, 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 that meets with my approval. I don't like your, your spoiling your ballot paper, though. Why not? If you don't believe in something, then then you should oh, let you've your... Got, oh, people, people have died. People have died for that uh, yes. opportunity to vote. That's all yes. I'll say. Anyway, you need to let's not to let's vote not discuss politics too much. So but, that, that's but, but that is a way of being able to connect with people. In, in yeah, in in, in, in some, some ways, um, you know, again, resonating with your audience and next year, identifying your brand. Yeah. So I mean, it never did Rage Against the Machine any harm. It certainly didn't. I think they're coming back actually. There you go. The music is timeless. So that's it for our first year of trading. Uh, we will be back with 2020 we'll be back at some point vision. in January. So, I'm going to so try and have a, a little, just, little bit of a break. No, you won't. No, I, I, I've got things to do. I've got to decide whether it's actually worth putting up a Christmas tree. Oh, go on, Greg. Oh, I'm so bar humbug. Well, uh, yes, it, I, I was going to say, you know, that, that Christmas decorations are important, but then again, my missus <laughs> puts all mine up and I, I just get them out of the loft for her. There you go. I have to get them out of the loft and... What is it with up. blokes and it's like not being Christmassy? Um, possibly because we see it for what it really is. Maybe, maybe. So anyway, but thank, thank you very much. Thank you for your attention throughout 2019. Thank you very much. Uh, a bit, big shout out to uh, to everybody who listens on the podcast. We've got. Uh, we've got Would a, it be too much to ask them to give us an end of year report? <laughs> uh, yes, it's like yourself. Again, if there's anything that you feel as though you want to cover in 2020, is there any aspect where you would like to grow and would like uh, our oh, comments and opinions we'll be on? Be able to get started on New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions. On that, that actually, that could be maybe the first episode when we come back in January. So, what your New Year's resolution should be? Spend money on your marketing so uh yes don't spend too much money over christmas because you'll need that to uh, to run some ads in the new year you right thanks very much everyone i hope you have a great festive period and uh, a cracking new year and we will see you all very very soon enjoy yourselves see Take you later bye